The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And welcome back. Tonight is the League of Alternative Baseball Reality Mixed League Auction. I will be involved in that for those of you who watch and listen to this show for fantasy baseball content. I'll have a full recap of the draft coming up tomorrow. Before we get to our headlines, Davis, here on this, uh, this, this day, I'm very excited to ask you this one question. You can either answer it for me now or b- before the end of the show. I want you to tell me, is there one player in the auction format that I need to come out with today? That I need to make sure that when the draft is over, as long as he's within price, got to make sure that I get. So I want you to chew on that for a bit before the end of the show. I need an answer from you, okay? Okay. Is, this a, is it a standalone or like an overall format? It is an auction, 12-team leagues. I don't know. You ask me that well, again. Well, like, like, is, uh, like a large, like the NFBC, like there's the larger pool where there's what, $500,000 to first place, or is it just a standalone oh, no, self-contained 12-team no, no, no. league? Standalone, yeah. Okay. Standalone league. Yeah, standalone league. This is not NFBC-based. It has nothing to do with it. It's just okay. simply auction. Got it. So, uh, okay. yeah, just need one player. Doesn't Not even a price, but just, you know, and then, and then tomorrow I'll come on and I'll tell you if I was aggressive or not or what happened, but... All right, here are our headlines here on today's show. Spring training baseball back yet again today on this Thursday. So recaps coming for you guys throughout the show and tomorrow. Warriors-Suns headline tonight's nine-game NBA slate. I believe Steph Curry may be out of this game tonight. Oklahoma State travels to Baylor tonight. Baylor probably one of the best teams in all of college basketball. Should be a good matchup, 7 p.m. Eastern. Big 12, Texas-Oklahoma. 15th-ranked Longhorns and Sooners will battle up. And the Jets, according to a number of reports, taking offers on Sam Darnold. And, of course, they're taking offers on Sam Darnold because we know that going into next year, he probably won't end up being the starter. But I guess, Davis, have you handicapped, like, possible destinations for him? Because if if history tells us anything, given the lack of success that Adam Gaze has had with quarterbacks, I would guess that Darnold still has a chance to succeed somewhere else. Yeah, I think there are a couple destinations that make sense for teams that have a lot of pieces in place and they just need a quarterback. The Chicago Bears, I think, are a destination that is just desperately looking for new blood at the quarterback position. I think the Denver Broncos should definitely have a backup plan. I mean, maybe they could have a a camp competition between Sam Darnold and Drew Locke drafted the same year. Locke, obviously, after Sam Darnold. Um, You know, and I think that Sam Darnold is kind of an or the Washington football team is another team actually that desperately needs to get some upside at the quarterback position and Darnold is a guy that I would be gambling on for a cheap price if I was an NFL GM cuz he he has made some good throws he has shown some tools and he's basically been in the worst position that a young starting quarterback could be in. He's had, you know, just this awful, awful head coach. He's had his offensive coordinator switched. He's had his play caller switched. He hasn't really had good infrastructure around him at all. They did give him a left tackle this last year. He had mono two years ago, then the weird COVID year last year. Like just a lot of different things where I think it's a very slight chance that Sam Darnold is an above average NFL quarterback, but it's enough of a chance that I would gamble on him if I was you know, Ryan Pace or, or whoever's making decisions in Washington. Yeah. Is there any scenario where he comes back and keeps a seat warm for a while or that's, or they probably bring in someone else you think like some backup to start for a few games. If it's, if it ends up being fields, right. Is that the idea or no? Right. 
Well, I mean, some people think Fields, some people think Wilson, some people think Trey Lance. Like, there's there's a lot of stuff up in the air right now. I do think that the model of having your young quarterback sit behind a starter, I, I think that model is kind of outdated. Teams are not doing it very often. These days, we have Jordan Love with the Packers, who's sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, right. much as Rodgers sat behind Favre. But a lot of the times, teams just want to get their young quarterbacks experience right away, especially because the clock starts ticking on their rookie deal immediately. And so, you know, everyone knows the biggest advantage in the NFL right now is having your good quarterback on a rookie deal because that allows you to spend your cap in other positions. But I, I do think the Jets will probably bring, bring in a vet regardless of what they – and it could just be Darnold. It could just be Darnold for six games, then their rookie quarterback. But I do think they will have a veteran quarterback start the season. Yeah, it is interesting because you know, Jordan Love is another name. I mean, I, I would doubt that I, I guess that he would be on the block, but you know, I'm not sure what, what his future is if they decide to keep Aaron Rodgers. And and then I saw a, a funny story, if I'm not mistaken, yesterday where uh, Joe Montana was on a radio station, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Davis, in San Francisco. And, and he said that the 49ers should move on <laughs> from Jimmy Garoppolo and and find somebody more vivacious or something like that. I don't even know what the comments were, but boy, like when, I mean, Brady now the greatest of all time. Previously, Montana the greatest of all time. When that guy is not saying about good things about you in your own city, on the team they used to play for, bad sign, I think, for for Jimmy G returning to San Francisco. So I'm, re, I'm re-handicapping Deshaun Watson, by the way, to the 49ers somehow. I don't, okay. I don't know how that happens. I'm re-handicapping that uh, now him going there. I think they figure out a way somehow to, to make that happen. All right, we got to take a quick time out here on the show. More to come. Uh, we're going to have a college basketball discussion coming up, so make sure you stay tuned. Those of you who are in these really, really deep fantasy baseball drafts, you guys hit me up for this every single year and say you never focus on the players that are like undrafted or at the very end of a draft. So once a week or two, we got to give you some potential names there at least the landscape of what they may look like in 2021. We'll do that for you as we discuss that more here on Fantasy Sports right after the break. Make sure you stay on the grid. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24 7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid and SportsGrid.com. There are some people who do fantasy baseball drafts and they don't take players because essentially they're done after the 20th round or 25th round. And then there are some that do these drafts over on the NFBC that are called best ball drafts, which basically means you draft a team and then you don't touch it for the season. And those drafts can go 50 rounds. So there are some players that potentially we don't talk about a lot here on the show that could be a factor. One of them we're going to hit on right now, and that is Travis Shaw of the Milwaukee Brewers. 
who has made his way back to Milwaukee after leaving a couple of years ago, essentially going through a couple of different teams, trying to get himself figured out. The question is, after an extremely tough season two years ago, is his 2020 season more similar of what he used to be? Can he recapture the form that he had with the Brewers in 2018? Craig Council was asked that question yesterday. The only way to correctly answer that question is after the season, really. Um, but I, I think Travis is just in a, in a good place mentally in general. Um, and and he, look, you're, you're, he's learned from his experiences. Uh, he learned what the experience in 2019 did to him. Um, I think he's, you know, I think we all, we all go through tough times. We, we, we talk about how we could do it, handle it a little better, how we could approach it a little bit better. Um, and then you, you also try to just, you know, you, you do your best and not let it happen again as, as, you know, as the person who went through it. So, I mean, I, I think from that perspective, I think Travis is in a, in a really, he's learned a lot about kind of going through something like that. Um. And that makes you better. And so, I mean, so far, everything from Travis has been really positive. I think just you notice is just just his kind of the space that he is in. He's very comfortable with himself. Um, this he's you know he's a brewer kind of in a different place, right? Um, where where you know the at bats aren't guaranteed, um, making the team is not guaranteed, things like that. So it's it's that's a different place he's in. Um, and I think he's all all Davis, a really compelling player in in fantasy. Now, he had back-to-back 30 home run seasons with the Brewers. By the way, at the third base position, too, after he went from Boston to Milwaukee. And uh, 2019, Davis, I drafted him in the Tout Wars format. He went from 32 home runs to seven and was sent down to the minor leagues. He was one of the biggest busts in all of fantasy baseball in 2019, and the Brewers just let him go. Went to Toronto last year, but it wasn't Toronto. It was Buffalo. And Shaw, if I'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken, had two games where he hit two home runs apiece. Six on the 60-game season, but basically he had two good games all year. His OBP, uh, 30%. He was a 35% on base guy with Milwaukee. Any chance that, that Shaw reclaims a starting spot and gets back to, let's say, 15 home runs? in 2021 because if so basically not being drafted in any fantasy league right now uh this guy this guy really pained me 63 home runs over a two-year period in milwaukee and then down to seven in 2019 i mean look it's not like travis shaw is some ancient uh 37 year old who's trying to play in the field and and can't quite figure out The, the guy's only 30 um, and that, and he is, uh, I guess he'll be 31 when the season starts. I guess the worry you have with someone like Travis Shaw is there's so much swing and miss in his game. He has basically yeah. for his career struck out about 25% of his plate appearances. Now he does, he does uh, make up for that somewhat by taking walks. I, I guess the, the concern you would have with him you know what? They don't really have anyone to steal his plate appearances, and they can bat him eighth and just be like, "Look, man, figure it out." Because their their bench right now it is Avisel Garcia who can't play any of the infield positions. It's Daniel Robinson uh, Robertson who is just a, a a noodle bat. He he only is in the major leagues because of his defensive versatility. He could play infield, outfield, but this is a you know like a a three ten woba style guy. And Luis Urias, who is, again, you know, could he steal the plate appearances from Travis Shaw? Sure. But it's not like they're adding. It's not like he has, you know, Jared Kellenick behind him or some top prospect behind him. So as long as he is rewarding them with home runs every once in a while, I think that they will try and let him figure it out. I, I like this pick, Craig, as someone who has flashed it before. 32 home runs, five steals in 2018. I, I, I do like this because he, he does have upside if he gets the plate appearances. So I, I'm with you on taking some stabs at Travis Shaw. Yeah, in 18, I actually went both Brewers on the corners. I had Shaw at third and Aguilar at first, and the Brewers cut Aguilar too. Like, he went completely down in 2019. I was like, how did this happen? I thought I was getting 60 home runs. I got 12. I mean, that, that's a way to lose a fantasy league right there. I'm not afraid to say it. 
All right. Well, in 2016, the Philadelphia Phillies took what everyone thought was a can't-miss prospect out of high school in Mickey Moniak to play the outfield. And if you're not familiar with his name, you're not the only one because he has pretty much slipped down the board, not just in the NFBC, but even in the top 20 prospects, he basically is not a highly touted prospect anymore. Sometimes you swing and miss with the first overall pick in the draft. But the skipper of the Phillies, Joe Girardi, says to hold the book here on Mickey Moniak, there's still a chance he becomes something. But I think he's bigger. I think he's stronger. I think he's more comfortable in his surroundings. Like I thought last spring training, the emotions got the best of him a little bit. I don't see that this year. I think he feels like he belongs, which I think is something that we strive to make players feel like all the time. So the the speed of the game or the magnitude of the game doesn't change who they are. I think he's much more equipped to handle all that. I was pleased with the at-bats that he had last year. I know he didn't have a lot of hits. Um, I thought he played some pretty good left field for us last year. So, I mean, he's a guy that is really interesting in camp because we talk about all the other guys, right? But if you're in camp, you got a shot. It's compelling, Davis, because he's a first overall pick in in the Major League Baseball draft. And there was some thought at the time that the Phillies took him to save a little bit of money. He was more signable. Uh, But realistically speaking, it's a very interesting dynamic in the way that when you're out of high school in 2016, Davis, and you're drafted, just in general, if you don't come up till 2019, 2020, it's probably okay. I mean, you were a hitter in high school. It's going to take some time. But he was the number one overall pick. And this is where the big issue is, is that it is 2021 and you're taking a dude out of high school in 2016. Not only should he have been a starter and a player last year, he is behind the curve in terms of where he's supposed to be. Your guy in Kansas City is a good example. Bobby Witt, right? Like if he's not playing opening day 2022 for the Royals, something has gone wrong uh, for him in their organization. Moniac's NFBC, it is ugly, Davis, just around 1,000, okay? They have McCutcheon. They got some older players there. He may get the opportunity. I don't think he's a draftable player, but he's a former number one overall pick. How can they be so wrong? I mean, baseball drafting, it's a very inexact science, right? We talked about this on the show last week where it's really the only sport where you don't even know what guys are until they're 24, 25, 26. It's not that uncommon for guys to break out at 28 in baseball. It it takes a while. So I'm going to toss it back to you with this. I can get a PSA 10 Bowman Chrome autograph rookie card of Mickey Moniak for $84. Do I do it? Should I do it? No, I don't think so. No, I'm actually getting okay. some pretty good name, some names over the last couple of days because I got drafts coming up that I'm asking about potential players, but he is not on the list. Sorry, I took so much time talking there on that guy. But um, yeah, no, I would say pass on that. Spend your spend your 80 bucks on like Riley Green or CJ Abrams, even without the auto. Pick up those two guys in a 10. Uh, they're both surefire hits, I think. Oh, yeah, kind of crazy that it's taken this long. But look, maybe this is the year. Took Profar a long time, too. He was the number one prospect in baseball. Maybe Moniac's year is coming here in 2021. College basketball discussion is coming up next with Andy Molitor and Davis. Go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. 
With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. everyone and welcome back to fantasy sports today giving craig mish a break this is davis maddock joined by andy molitor you can find him on twitter at andy msfw he is over at betsperts uh pretty cool little site app initiative that uh is is launching off the ground and i brought andy in because he is my college basketball expert when i have a question when i'm looking at the futures market uh andy is who i talk to and we are we are here we are at conference tournament time we are soon approaching March Madness, so I, I assume that uh, your your media requests are are off the chart right now, Andy. Yeah, I've been busy, been doing. I, I even gave you a hard time about this because last year you're like, hey, can you come talk basketball? And then like two days later, everything got canceled. And I remember sending you a DM. It's like we're we're not gonna do that podcast now, right? Because there's no games. Like yeah, so yeah, I'm just excited to actually have March Madness. I had the withdrawals last year. Obviously, super weird year. I mean, super weird this year too. I mean, there's still weirdness. There's literally a conference basketball uh, conference tournament play in like one of the early round games where a team just said, uh, you know, the hell with it, like walkover. Like they're like, yeah, we're, we're not going to, they're, you know, they're like the lowest seed and they're just like, yeah, we're not going to play. You guys, we're not showing up. Just, yeah. The other yeah. one's well, like the, the game to go play the one seed. They're like, yeah, the other team can just have that. So even, even now it's still weird, but yes, very excited this time of year. All right. So the plan here, I just want to run through some of your uh, picks for the futures, right? Giving giving us a little bit of something to sweat during the conference tournaments. And then at the end, we're going to have your your pick for the, the outright championship at the end. So starting with uh, the American Athletic Conference, uh, my boys from Kansas, Wichita State in this conference, though it looks like Houston, clearly the best team in this division. Do you think that even at minus 260 on the FanDuel Sportsbook, they offer some value or... Uh, do you have some mid-major magic for us in here? Yeah, there, there's a few where they're just one team that's far and away way too good. And uh, last year, actually, I did this with a couple. I found some books that let me parlay futures, where it's like, you know, uh, Dayton with Obi Toppin last year. It was like, you know, this number's deep, but it should probably be deeper. Like, this should probably be like minus 500. They're winning this tournament. And I ended up parlaying it with like Gonzaga to win the West Coast Conference, which ended up Dayton, Dayton's tournament canceled. So I ended up having like, you know, whatever to win a very small amount on just Gonzaga. But I might look at a few of those because there are going to be a few, especially in the next couple of days where there's a big, big old favorite like this. I love Houston. I like what they do down there. Samson's a good coach. It just, uh, if, if anything, like what, what do you have odds for Wichita state? I have, I see Wichita state for five to one. And I mean, generally, generally speaking, Wichita state, these teams are just competitive year after year. I don't have a sense of how good they are this year, because again, I'm not the expert, but just looking at this odds layout, if they are as competitive as they normally are, this does actually kind of, to me, look like a decent price. Yeah, and they have a win over Houston about a couple weeks ago. So, honestly, a small tickler at 5-1, to one, I don't hate that. Like, um, especially when you have to lay so much on a big favorite like this in a, you know, pretty competitive. There's decent teams in this league. It's not like, you know, one good team and then they have to run through a bunch of garbage teams. Like Memphis is decent. SMU can play. So depending, it's not like it's just going to be cupcakes to the final. So, yeah, Wichita Wichita at five to one. I don't hate that at all. All right. There we go. Going to add this one to my bet slip right now. Okay, as someone who is not following college basketball, and I talked about this with Jordan Case last week, the ACC odds are just blowing my mind. The idea that North Carolina and Duke are not the giant favorites in this conference, that Florida State is at the head of the leading board, and that I literally, I don't know if I could name a professional basketball player who went to Virginia University. Like, I, off the top of my head, I cannot think 
of an NBA player who went to Virginia, but obviously I can name, you know, a million North Carolina and Duke players. Like what, what is going on with the ACC? Why is North Carolina five to one? Why is Duke 11 to one? And why is Florida state the favorite? Yeah, it's just Duke. They're down. You know, I guess you have this every once in a while. We're so used to this. It's funny. My old, uh, or my old, my, my podcast partner, Drew Denzik there, he went to Duke and he was a Patriots fan growing up. And he's like, he thought he was just really, really good at future bets when he was young. Cause he just always bet on the Patriots and Duke and they'd always, you know, they would do well enough eventually to, to win him some bets, but yeah, just a down, down year. Um, coach K was kind of a baby about it early. We're like, I don't think we should, after they lose a few games, I don't right. think we should be playing anymore. And I mean, they're just not that good. They, the, the name recognition and the, you know, the brand might end up getting them in on one of these play in games or something, if they can make some noise, but yeah, Florida state's good. I mean, Florida state, Virginia, Virginia tech are just, they're the good teams in the league right now. I haven't placed any futures on this one right now, but I'm not sure I could name a Virginia player like in the league right now. Yeah. I can't I, think like, of Ralph one. Sampson retired a while ago. Otherwise, that, that might be my only Virginia one. Right. But, uh, yeah, like uh, I don't I don't have the odds pulled up for this one, but I'm guessing, uh, you know, a Virginia or Virginia Tech ticket wouldn't be too bad here because I think they're all pretty close up at the top three. Who is favored? Uh, Florida State plus 230, Virginia plus 400, and Virginia Tech is sitting there at uh, six to one. Yeah, we haven't gotten all the seeding finalists for this one. It was like the other day I was talking about uh, the Atlantic 10. It's like they haven't figured out any of the seeding. They're doing some weird stuff with seeding because not every team has played the same amount of games. So they're having trouble comparing like who's actually better or they've gone to like net ranking if they haven't played a certain amount over the median amount of games. That's They're getting really into the math on the on the seeding this year. So once the seeding come out, uh, comes out, I'll know a little more. But uh, I'm assuming you can probably pencil in Virginia and Virginia Tech in the two, three worst case four line. So once we get there, those aren't bad prices. I'd probably I'd probably take a look at either of those Virginia teams. Okay. Uh, for the A10, we have, I mean, again, super flat. St. Louis plus 230. Virginia Commonwealth, that's VCU, plus 280. St. Bonaventure, 350. Davidson, 550. Richmond, 850. Dayton, 950. I mean, all very interesting. Odds there, super flat at the top. My, my guess would be uh, St. Louis, just because they are, I mean, they're, the the Billikens, right? The Fighting Billikens. They oh, yeah. they are always so competitive. I mean, just every year they're the best team in this this conference, basically. Yeah, and I did. I wrote up a preview for this one last night. Ended up with some VCU in Richmond and a little flyer on Dayton. Just uh, I ran my numbers. I ran some other numbers. I went through. I actually have a bracket on this. St. Louis didn't get the greatest of draws. St. Bonaventure's the one seed, and they're certainly not. You know, it's funny. You can look at the seeds. You can look at that, and then you look at the odds, which are a lot more indicative of how the, you know, obviously the market treats these teams. So St. Bonaventure, a bit of a, you know, a bit of a fake one seed. You know, they're down four four to one or worse at some places. So St. Louis does have a tough, tough ask with probably UMass and then St. Bonnie's there. So I did kind of venture down to the other side of the bracket. And actually I took Richmond, which who will face St. Bonaventure if they get through their first game. So I, I like a lot of these teams through the middle of the pack. Um, like before the, before the games were played the other day, Richmond was the four seed. And now they're the eighth seed, just based on one loss and what everything. Right. All these teams are so close together. So I got Richmond at like seven or eight to one. And then, you know, VCU also just, I like their draw. I think Davidson's a little weak. So VCU is the two seed. And then also they had to move everything around, obviously, you know, because they can't play in the Barclays Center. So this will be held all in Richmond. Everything is going to be in Richmond. Richmond and VCU are both hosting all the games. So I don't mind taking the home teams at prices I already liked. And they are, this is going to be another weird one too. They're going to play four rounds back to back to back to back days and then take eight days off before the tournament championship in Dayton. So some of these, it, it does make it harder to take a long shot because a long shot will have to play like four days in a row if they, you know, if they run good like that. So I did take uh VCU because they have a double buy into the, into the quarterfinals and then Richmond because I just love the spiders this year 
And I'm looking where Dayton and Dayton Dayton does have to play one extra game as well, but I got 15 to one there. So I don't hate the flyers in a team that I think is tragically undervalued. All right. I am going to take, I'm going to take Richmond. Uh, I'm going to take Richmond here as well. I'm going to add them. I'm going to add them back. All right. So the last thing, obviously we got it. We got to talk about the big dance, right? Futures uh, outrights for the 2021 NCAA men's basketball championship. We have Gonzaga, 250 Baylor 350 Michigan 420 uh Illinois who has been playing uh, I do know that they've been crushing recently at uh at 10 to 1 do you have any super long shots percolating here and then do you think that any of these numbers here at the top are are good bets at the moment yeah I have so I swore off futures because I placed some really good ones a couple years ago and then selection Sunday comes and they're all like right next to each other in the bracket where they all right. played each other. Yep. Just made me so bad. So I swore off it. And then earlier this year, I did grab some Gonzaga 10 to one. So I'm a full fledged Zags fan for the rest of the year. I need them to win. I would love to cash that because I'm not sure I've ever cashed a March madness future that was placed before the season. So obviously at two, whatever they two and a half, two and a quarter right now, it's tough to make a case to make a bet on some of those top teams, but yeah, Illinois, if they're still 10 to one, saw what they did last night. Like I was going to make a joke about the, you know, the, their best, their best player was out and they still stomped a very good Michigan team. You know, the joke was, I thought, you know, something about, uh, well, Michigan was missing a player or something. You know, but whereas in fact it was the other way. It was very weird, and you know, before the season we were talking Cockburn rather than uh, than Io. So it's it's a team with two really good players in a really tough conference that's ten to one right now. They're probably going to end up on they might end up on the one line. So getting a one seat at ten to one doesn't feel too bad. So yeah, Illinois ten to one. I, I think I like that better than anyone else in the Big Ten. And I certainly you know at this point I'm not getting invested in Baylor or Zags at, at those low prices. All right. So we have Illinois at, uh, at 10 to one, everyone. Thank you very much for watching fantasy sports day. We are going to go ahead and run to break here real quick. And we will be rejoining with Craig Mish to return to your regularly scheduled programming here in just a few moments. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24 7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today. Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers have agreed to a new contract in 2021, according to ESPN. So, Davis, before we hit on a little fantasy reality, that's a pretty big note there, because I suppose there was the chance that the Steelers could have moved on from Ben Roethlisberger, but I guess they renegotiated his contract to give him one more year in Pittsburgh. Giving him one more year, I don't know if it's the most advisable thing they've ever done. I mean, to me, I, I thought the Steelers had... A very good roster. The defense is incredible. Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, you know, they, they had fantastic wide receivers, fantastic pass catchers. I I kind of think that it's 38-year-old, 37-year-old Ben Roethlisberger that's holding their offense back from being what it could be. Now, 
it's easy to say that, but you know, nothing is harder to acquire in professional sports than a superstar quarterback. So I guess mm-hmm. it's kind of the devil, you know, versus the devil you don't for the Steelers at this point. Yeah, no. And, and I think it's a good move for Pittsburgh for one more year, but as you said, very dicey there. If they get to the halfway point with no backup, it could be a tough situation for them. Maybe they'll have an opportunity to get Dak Prescott. I know that Davis does not want to hear that, but according to Pro Football Talk, they have talks that are progressing in 2021. We know the last thing that the Cowboys want to do is just keep franchising this guy. They want to give him the long-term deal. We know how much Patrick Mahomes is making. It's a lot. Fantasy or reality. Dak Prescott will be the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL before the 2021 season begins, fantasy or reality? This is a reality, and that's not what people want to hear, but this is why it's real. The way in which Mahomes' deal is structured, it's going to keep him high paid for a very long time. I believe it's an 11-year contract that scales up to be worth 25% of the salary cap over the entirety of that deal. The way that Dak's contract is likely going to work is it's going to be very front-loaded, and it's not going to be for a decade. It's going to be for like five years or six years, which means it's not going to be for as much total money as Patrick Mahomes' deal uh, or or Kirk Cousins' deal, who was the highest-paid quarterback in football for a period of time. But Dak is going to get like $45 million a year for five years. So it's going to be a huge deal with a really high early average annual value and then it will descend on the back end there will probably be some options to be picked up whether that be a player option or a team option so this Mm -hmm. to me is a reality and gosh i hope it is because i i cannot go back to the cowboys starting bad quarterbacks i watched so many bad quarterbacks for the cowboys growing up like please just keep dak yeah uh, it's a good question man you make a compelling argument i'm gonna say fantasy Still think Mahomes is the number one paid uh, going into next year. I, I suppose the overall deal could be more for Dak, but the AAV, I think, is going to be for Patrick Mahomes. But I do think he's back in Dallas. I don't think that you, you have to worry about that. And 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 not only your past, but how about your future of Ben DiNucci? You don't want to have to see that again. Andy Dalton, it was a oh. disaster last year. I mean, any viable quarterback in Dallas is 8-8, eight and eight, you know, and, and they just didn't have anybody to do that last year. Who were some of those awful quarterbacks? For Dallas that you watched growing up? Oh, Quincy Carter, Ryan Leaf, Drew Bledsoe on the downside of his career. Right. I mean, they just yeah. they just cycled Fair. through these okay. guys. They were they were awful. They were, no doubt. All right. Uh now an uh, interesting one here. I don't know, Davis. I know that you're very big into NFL jerseys. We're gonna turn the tables here a little bit. Fantasy reality, you own a major league baseball shirtsy, not a jersey a t-shirt with a number and a name hypothetically on the back of it of a major league baseball player. And by the way, it could be one right now that you don't wear anymore. It could be in a drawer somewhere, Davis. Maybe it didn't make its way to St. Louis. I don't know, but you have to own one right now. Fantasy reality. So this is a fantasy because I got rid of one. I know for a fact that at one point I had a Steven Strasburg jersey and I had a Billy Butler jersey uh, back when Billy Butler was the best player on the Royals during uh, during the dark times. But now, you know, I'm I'm a little older. I I, I make you know I, I don't have kids. I, I so I and I make decent money, so I, I can just buy myself a real jersey uh, when it's time. I don't have to I don't have to spend the thirty seven dollars on a jersey. I can go up to seventy five bucks on the you know the the nice replica jersey instead. Yes. Oh, well, I mean, I'm older and I do have kids and I do have an MLB uh, shirtsy. I do. I do have one. I I used to actually like them a lot and, and used to collect them. And then as I got more into media, I thought I probably can't really be like wearing this sort of stuff just like around in general. And so my wife and I did go through it and did toss probably three or four. But I do own one that I still wear today. Not a lot. Maybe like it's in my once a month rotation, I would say, if that's fair. I will give you as many guesses as you want. Brett, James, you guys could get a hundred guesses you would never get. I, I I probably have to give hints on it. And I still don't think that you would get it. So should I just tell you or do you want hints? I, I want hints. Yeah. Okay. 
uh, uh, so I'm going to allow you to ask me, Davis, five questions about the shirtsy, and you still won't get it. Five. Can you get okay. it? In? You think you can get it in five? I'm giving you five. Okay. Yeah. Give me. Give me the 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 rough time frame, like '80s, '90s. Like, give me. Give me the. Give me the the rough year of when this guy would have been in. Sure. Club. I'll answer. I'll answer yes or no to any five questions you ask, and I'm giving okay. you a free one in the '80s. It's in the '80s. Okay. So go right ahead. Okay, 80s, is it an AL East player? No. Okay, is it an American League player? Yes. Okay, an American League player. Is this person a hitter? Yes. Okay, is this person... Okay. Uh, is this person in the Hall of Fame? Is this baseball player in the Hall of yes. Fame? Yes. Yes. American That's League four. Hall of Famer. American League Hall of Famer from the 80s. Did this person ever play? No, no, because they're in the American League. Um, okay, I'm going to guess. You got no, you got Barry one more Larkin. question. Okay, I got I got one more. Okay, is this person nationally. you're right. Okay, is this person an infielder? Uh, infielder, and then at the end of his career, an outfielder. I'll give you five more. Uh, eight, see, this is just 80s baseball. I literally only know the Royals. <laughs> like, I good. literally only know the Royals. I'll give okay, you the ultimate hint. I'm going to give you the ultimate hint. Okay. The player was in the American League, but if he was playing now, he would be in the National League. So it was an at Jeff Bagwell? No, Houston it was an Astro, uh, is, a right? is a good, is a really good guess. The answer is Robin Yount. Robin Yount. See, I, and I would think of him as, uh, as the Padres, right? No. Yeah, I don't know anything about old baseball. I think that I do, <laughs> but I don't. Why did I think that he played for the Padres? No, Brewers, Brewers. Yeah, yes, Brewers. yes. Very good. Yes. There we go. Okay. All right, great TV right there. Dead silence for a lot of that. Okay, let's move on. Here we go. Our, our last one, our last fantasy reality. We get to have a bad show every once in a while. It's okay. Uh, okay, so Wendy's announced. Wow, what a huge announcement from Wendy's yesterday, announcing that their sales went up in 2020 by 2%. I guess that's a big number in the, in the fast food world. To me, I was like, I read the story, and I'm like, oh, they must have made like 20% more. 2%. Okay, whatever. Uh, Wendy's is saying that the 2% increase is because a lot of people are eating their breakfast now, going through the drive-thru or even going inside Wendy's. So I would ask you, Davis, fantasy reality, you have had breakfast at Wendy's. You have had it. Fantasy reality. This is uh, a fantasy. I, not that I am, uh, you know, I, I don't turn my nose up at a fast food breakfast, but I am I am a devotee of uh, the McDonald's Egg McMuffin. It, it, it to me, is just the perfect breakfast sandwich i it's never been topped i've had the burger king breakfast i've had some of the other assorted fast food breakfasts and nothing to me can top i mean my mouth is watering right now just thinking about a delicious egg mcmuffin now i'm i'm still on a, a hardcore diet because of this weight loss bet i'm in but man an egg mcmuffin it is uh it's just the best yeah, this is a fantasy for me, too. I'm aware that Wendy's has breakfast. I'm aware Subway has breakfast. I think Taco Bell may even have breakfast, too. But I'm not a huge fast food guy at all. It's one of the fun discussions Joe Pizzapia and I used to have. Uh, but, yeah, I don't – it's like a sneaky – I have to, like, sneak a fast food if I'm ever going to have one. And it, it's once a month would be a lot for me. Uh, Wendy's definitely into the Frosties. Don't mind a Wendy's burger for sure. Used to really enjoy, I think they're like chili salad or something like that. But breakfast, Davis, Wendy's, like I don't even consider stopping at Wendy's when I'm driving in the morning. Like I would, even if it was right in front of me and there was nothing else, I don't think that I would. And it's nothing against them. I just, I, I would not even consider what to even order off their menu. I don't know. Maybe it's a blind spot for me. Yeah, it, it would not even cross my mind. And like, you know, the way that fast food works, like it's very rare to see one fast food restaurant in isolation. Mm -hmm. They're always in a strip, right? And so if they're in a strip, I'm looking at McDonald's, I'm looking at Burger King. There's probably Starbucks close, Dunkin' Donuts. Mm -hmm. uh, that's more of like an East Coast thing. But I, I the, the 
bacon, egg, and cheese from Dunkin' Donuts is pretty solid. Like I would, I would take that way over Wendy's for sure. I feel like. Yeah, I'm more of a home guy now with Wendy's. I guess we're all more of home people now. Uh, but but even when we weren't, I used to be a Dunkin' Donuts loyal loyalist. Uh, then I don't I don't know what happened with me, but I, I became more Davis of a I want to ground uh, uh, grind my own beans person. Oh, and found, okay. Yeah, yeah, and and so I really enjoy that, and I and I'm more of a really good coffee person. And I went, I, I went off Dunkin' to Starbucks. I did. I went off Dunkin', and now I grind my own Starbucks beans every day. And and I got a little fancy for a while, tried different kinds of coffees and everything like that. Uh, but I, I think I'm just back to like Starbucks every day. But I used to like Dunkin' a lot. It was like a sweeter coffee for me. A light and sweet, but now I'm just like what whatever's gonna wake me up is what I go with. So no more. I, I'm a big drive-through. I'm a big Starbucks guy. Yeah, I do. Uh, well, and obviously less so now because I'm trying to cut out sugar and everything. But when I right. when I don't care about my diet and when I'm doing whatever I want, I am a I'm a big Starbucks guy. And and I do I make a, I do French roast at home, but I do cold brew. So I you know I get it in the I get it in the fridge the night before wake up have a nice cold brew iced coffee in the morning that's it's mostly what i'm drinking when we get uh when we get this show started home 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 cold brew in the french press i mean it'll it really does like it it, it makes me not miss starbucks as much because it i mean that's quality I, w- I would advise everyone out there to try it yeah no i i agree I, I think making your own coffee in the morning is is definitely viable and and now i've gone to like just just simple oatmeal and my, you know, my wife's been making breakfast every day and so I'm in. I'm I'm off the I'm off the the drive-through stuff. That's that's done for me. All right, coming up next, it's time for the Sports Grid 60 where Davis and I will have an opinion on something happening in the world of fantasy sports. That's coming up next. We'll be right back here on tomorrow's show. Jim Sanis from Number Fire will join us to give us the latest on what's going on in NASCAR and also Gray Albright from Razball will join us as the uh, annual Raz Bowl Fantasy Baseball Draft starts on Saturday. Brett Levy, our producer, is in that. Davis is in it. I am in it. Dan Strafford, also I noticed, from SportsGrid is in it, too. So we'll have a lot of fun talking to Gray tomorrow. But we got SportsGrid 60 next. So where are you going? We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Davis and I will be right back here to close out the week tomorrow on the March 5th edition of the show. But before we leave you today, aside from shirtsies and fast food breakfasts, I can only imagine what's on the mind of Davis Maddock as we close out today. So let's turn it over to Davis. He has the Sports Grid 60. 
So earlier in the show, you asked me, you're heading into an auction draft. One player, you got you to go above and beyond to get. You can't, you can't leave. And I, I have your answer. And I, I am ready to, to plant my flag on a player this year in fantasy baseball. And it is uh, Chicago White Sox outfielder Eloy Jimenez should hit 35 home runs. Going to hit 300, maybe maybe 290 if, if he, if he uh, goes through a skid. Probably a pretty good threat for 100-100 in terms of runs scored and RBIs. Putting my money where my mouth is. Have this nice Bowman Chrome first auto PSA 10 for Eloy Jimenez. I'm very invested in uh, Mr. Jimenez for the White Sox. So that's your guy, Craig. Eloy Jimenez, go and get him. I think it's a great investment, both in fantasy and in the card industry, no doubt. I have a couple of those as well. All right. Well, ending on some sort of sad news today. Today, I hate to say it, but I think I broke up a family. Hate to do it. Uh, But we keep having these birds who make nests right above our uh, windowsill in the house because we have these hurricane shutters. The birds come, they make the nests. And what happens is afterward... Whenever they do this, we've been really lax with it, not done a thing about it because there's like legal things with it, but it's just like a basic pigeon bird. Uh, It ends up pooping all over our backyard. Like it's just an absolute disaster. It is not easy to clean. So today I took the evasive action uh, per my wife, got rid of the nest and these sad birds, the mom and the father, without having a baby or anything like that, came back and was looking around, looking at me, staring at me. What did you do? You got rid of our nest. Where is it? Where did it go? feel really bad about that today. And um, just wanted to apologize to the birds if they're watching the show here on SportsGrid. Uh, thanks to James and LTN for Brett, Danny, and Ryan, my co-host, David Spadic. I'm Craig Mish. Hope you have a great Thursday. We'll see you on Friday at noon Eastern. Bye. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.